What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits. Today's episode is going to be about narcissist at the end of a relationship how do narcissistic people toxic people behave or act at the end of a relationship dynamic so narcissistic people so before we hop into today's episode make sure y'all hop over to amazon and check out my self-love journal the self-love journal i love me a self-love journal by lee hammock um helps you rebuild that self-love and appreciation for yourself and self-worth before, during, or after a toxic relationship. Just to re- sometimes you can just take a refresher uh, on their self-love and whatnot. So, yep, yep, yep. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Narcissistic people, how do they act at the end of a relationship? So, I will go ahead and begin by saying it really depends. It depends on a few different factors on how narcissistic people behave at the end of a relationship. Because, you know, it really depends on how you got how you got there. We know the love bombing phase happens. If you're new here, the relationship the relationship cycle of a narcissistic relationship goes love bombing, idealization, um, and discard. Deva- love bombing, um, devalue, discard, Hoover. Sometimes um, the love bombing phase is when a narcissistic person gives you everything that you want, need, pretends to be the person that you ask them to be, you need them to be. Devaluation comes when they fall out of love for you. Uh, the evaluation phase comes when they fall out of love and then the uh, then the discard phase when they comes when they get rid of you emotionally and or physically um <clears throat> so at the end of the relationship after the devaluation phase if you leave that narcissistic person if you leave them like at the end of the relationship they're probably going to be super disconnected from you very rarely is a narcissist super engaged with you? Can they be super engaged with you at the end of a relationship? Yeah, but so, but a lot of times, most times, they're they're disengaged from the relationship. They feel it feels like they are no longer in love with you. It feels like they you no longer mean as much as you used to mean to them. It feels like you are de- now married or dating an entirely different person right now because of the because the dynamic has shifted because things don't feel like they used to feel they don't act like they used to act they don't behave like they used to behave you see what i'm saying they don't treat you like they used to treat you they're now treating you differently they're now behaving differently they're now disconnected from you no more love care affection very rarely any intimacy in a relationship they're disconnected from you so at the end of the relationship they're they it's kind of like the first part of the relationship they were completely plugged in and now they're disconnected. Now the, the wires are, there's no spark anymore. The spark has went out. The flame has burned out, whatever. The lights have went off in the relationship. So now they're going to be, act, like I said, they, they, they pulled away from you. And you don't like that you, because you're used to them being attached to you. You're used to them being, you know, having that love for you, be caring for you and things like that. You're used to that type of space. You're used to that type of dynamic. You know what I mean? You you So a lot of people get caught up in these situations where it's just like, now, I tell people, it's just like, at the end of the relationship, they're not the same person. They, they, at the end of the relationship with a narcissist, this is who they really are. This, right now, the person they've shown you at the end of this relationship is who they really are. This could be your parent. This could be your friend. This doesn't, have, this doesn't have to be your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. This could be your parent, your friend, 
something along somebody along those lines right there this doesn't have like i said this doesn't necessarily have to be a boyfriend or girlfriend this could be parent friend spouse whoever it is you mean it could be like i said and that's how it goes though so i just tell people that you get into this space um and that's what it is they disconnect from you and then once they start treating you badly Another one of the reasons why they try to treat you badly at the end of the relationship is because they've already found somebody else in an intimate partnership. They've already found somebody else to replace you with. It could be, you know, in a parent-child relationship, they are replacing you with it, with one with one of your siblings or one of your step siblings or the child of an affair partner or the child of their new partner or something like that. They could be replacing you as a sibling, but typically in intimate relationships, they already found a new supply a new source of validation to get that validation from, to get this, to get that supply from. So they've dis, they've disconnected from you, so to speak. You know what I mean? It happens so much in these toxic relationship spaces. It happens so much like as a, from the mind of a narcissist, like I don't look at you the same anymore. I look at you, I'm disconnected from you because I don't look at you the same anymore. I don't treat you the same anymore because I view you as an entirely different person than the person I first met. And I know you were probably saying the same thing. You were like, well, I view you the same. I view you as an entirely different person than I, than we, we first met. So is, is, am I a narcissist? It doesn't make you a narcissist, y'all. I'm just saying because I'm actually a different person than you first met. You're the same person. I just view you differently. I'm actually behaving and acting differently. You're behaving and acting the same. I just view you differently because I've disconnected from you emotionally. The emotional discard has happened. So I'm viewing you differently. So I'm treating you differently. I don't, I'm, I'm not treating you like the person I fell in love with because I don't know if I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm actually in love with you anymore. You see what I'm saying? The mind, like, I'm already, I'm already thinking about somebody else. I'm already thinking about moving on to someone else. I'm already thinking about how I'm going to replace you. I'm already thinking about being happy with someone else. I'm already thinking about I'm wasting time in this relationship with you. I'm already thinking about how I need to, how I need to, you know, I can, I can find somebody else that fits me better. I'm already thinking about that type of stuff right there. So I'm already disconnected from you. And I already, uh, the grass is not just to my, in my mind, not only is the grass greener on the other side of the fence, it's, it's well manicured. It's, it's got a lawn care service. You know what I mean? And that grass has never had the, never had my feet on it. You see what I'm saying? The grass doesn't know who I am. The grass has never felt the, the touch of me. So I can go over there and have a, a fresh slate. It's a new yard. You see what I'm saying? And it has a, it's a 10 foot high privacy fence. It's got cracks in it. So you might, so you can see through it. You know what I mean? But you can't get into the relationship space. So I'm, I'm convincing myself that you're not the one for me anymore because I view you differently. You haven't done anything differently, y'all. I just view you differently. I see, I don't see you as, in the beginning, I saw you as a perfect person with no flaws. But now I see that you're a human being with flaws. Now I'm just like, okay, I need to find somebody else that's perfect for me. I need to find a, a person without flaws. I need to find a person who is perfect, blah, blah, blah. You know, per- perfect people don't exist, y'all. Perfect people do not exist in any way, shape, or form. It just doesn't work that way. So I tell a lot of people this in this situation, y'all. You have to protect your peace in these situations because if they disconnect from you, I know a lot of people are going to ask me, well, Lee, if they disconnect from you, is there any way to reconnect? Yeah, they, a lot of, <clears throat> they can only reconnect for a short period of time if you are the one that tries to leave. You see what I'm saying? If you are the one that leaves them, then, then they might can be able to reconnect a little bit because they haven't found new supply yet. They haven't found a new source yet. They haven't found new validation yet. So they might try to reconnect with you 
by giving you a little little love by my face, by promising to change, by promising to do whatever you ask them to do, by promising to become the person you need them to be, you want them to be, and things of that nature. They might they can do it in that space right there. You see what I'm saying? They can do it in that mindset. They can try to reconnect to you because you try to disconnect from them. But like sometimes, y'all, you know, the reverse discard does happen where that narcissistic person wants you to be the one that leaves them. They are treating you badly on purpose so that you break up with them. Because and a lot of times this has happened because they've already they've already already found a new partner. They've already found a new supply. They've already found your relate replacement. So they want you to be the one to leave so I can have an excuse to move on quickly. I can have an excuse to, to, to do this other stuff. I can have an excuse to uh, go over here and do these things right here. I can have an excuse because that happens so much. y'all. I'm just telling you, it happens so much in these spaces, in these mindsets. That as I, as, I t- as I tell people, like you have to prepare yourself for, because that narcissistic person, you know what I mean. Recording in progress. We're doing good with our desire. Yeah, it happens so much, y'all. It really, really does. I think a lot of people in this situation, in these circumstances, do it like that, y'all. Sorry, my phone just took off right, it started ringing. But like y'all, once they disconnect from you, they will never reconnect. From, they will never reconnect with you the same way. It just doesn't happen that way. Like once they reconnect, once they reconnect with you, once they disconnect from you, they won't reconnect with you fully. So I'm not telling you to just move on and give up, give up. I'm just telling you this version of the version of this person that you have right now is the version of this person that you're always going to have. It doesn't like I said, it doesn't go away. It doesn't go anywhere else. You know what I mean? So you have to empower yourself now to take the necessary steps that you want to take because they're, they have logged out of the relationship, y'all. They have logged out of the relationship. If they are a, uh, if they are using the computer, they have logged out of the relationship software. They are no longer a, you know, their account, they have disconnected their account from your login. You see what I'm saying? They want to move on to somebody else. And sometimes you, sometimes it's best for you to let them free, let them go, especially if they don't want to work on themselves, y'all. Because sometimes, like I said, sometimes they want you to be the one to break up with them. But if they're not ready for you to break up with them, that's when you see, that's when you get the visceral reactions. That's when you get the narcissistic person that won't leave you alone. That's when you get the narcissistic person that just keeps popping up at your job and your house and becomes obsessive because narcissistic people don't like to be alone. They hate to be alone in that circumstance, in this situation, y'all. They hate it. They absolutely hate it. So you have to empower yourself to be as strong as you possibly can. But anyways, y'all. I have to go. I have a therapy appointment today, so I have to hop off of here and go to therapy and have a dentist appointment. So y'all be as strong and as safe as you possibly can. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, Matilda, this is out. Peace. Thank you so much for being here, y'all. Thank you for watching my video to the end. I'm super eternally grateful for every single one of you. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the channel so we can help reach more people, help more people and things like that. Um, the self-love brand is available. I love me. The self-love journal is available as well. Links in the description of every video I do. If you haven't already as well, look into joining the channel memberships for behind the scenes perks, priority responses, the comments and things like that, y'all. Thank you so much for being here. See you next time. Oh, that was better.